Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hi, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. Uh, my guest today is Nick Fierro, uh, CEO of Namir Blockchain. Nick, how are you doing? I'm good, Richard. Thanks for having me on. How are you? So tell me about uh, Namir Blockchain. What do you guys do? We are bringing blockchain to the masses. We're building a bridge between mobile devices, any device with a web browser, and the Ethereum blockchain. So what's going to be the use? So let's say, okay, I've... Uh... Is it a browser specifically that uses the Ethereum blockchain, or what do you mean? The first use case will be for developers, absolutely. Um, what this is, is a system that uses the peer-to-peer infrastructure that the blockchain already runs on and incentivizes nodes in this peer-to-peer network to act as a secure bridge between mobile devices and the blockchain. So they'll be relaying this information back and forth. You know, they can do so with old hardware that they have laying around their laptops or old one, old computer. So what, what does that mean? Am I going to be able to, is this a phone-based specific application where I can make calls phone-to-phone, you know, using a blockchain, like a blockchain phone, or is this a different type of application? I'm sorry, I'm not it's a different type of application. So <clears throat> normally you would host your own node to... Uh, interact with the blockchain and sync the blockchain. But what this, what we're doing is using a secure messaging protocol and a proof of stake collateral system. You can connect your mobile device to these Ethereum nodes that already exist, and like a bridge, pay a small toll for sending your information and receiving it through these nodes that already exist. And it's basically an application that would reside on a mobile device or a plugin for the web browser. And this is going to be Ethereum blockchain specific or other blockchains? For now, it is for the Ethereum blockchain, but you could apply this to any blockchain that is like Ethereum in its peer-to-peer protocol and Ethereum virtual machine. So, all right, in addition to developer-type applications, what about consumer ones? Which ones are you guys thinking about developing and what would it be? We are working primarily on an augmented reality application that uses the blockchain to secure an augmented reality world. Blockchain for with augmented reality, like what? There's some extra touches that you can add to that. Uh, One is resistance to hacking uh, malicious QR codes are one. So having, uh, taking advantage of the cryptography of the blockchain to secure this information as well as creating 
digital rights for airspace, media space on the sides of buildings or just kind of out in the open. Oh, so, all right, interesting. So, yeah, I never even thought about that. So in an augmented reality world, let's say there's a wall of a building and I want to put up uh, my advertisement on it. The, The owner of the building could theoretically control which AR systems could display and which couldn't there? Is that what you mean? Absolutely, with smart contracts and then have all the, the payments settled through the media representer and the owner of the building. And to tack onto that, using just standard markers, you can have specific information hosted to specific individuals. That's weird, but how would you block um, you know, another AR system from displaying on that building to its users so no one would know? Uh, the unique... The uniqueness of the marker would be unforgeable by another application. It would have to be operating under the same principles. You couldn't uh, necessarily spoof a marker because your device checks the blockchain for that marker if it's uh, a a valid marker and then receives the information for it. I guess if you got the major AR companies on board uh, to agree to this, and even if a rogue AR company did this, they would be small. And um, I guess they wouldn't, uh, you know, there wouldn't be many people that would be spoofing it, right? Right. Well, it's a new concept to me. That's why I'm thinking, huh, that's weird. What else in the uh, in the in the AR world? So displays. Uh, what other kinds of rights would there be in such a world? Rights, as far as the airspace is concerned, um, the security is a huge one. That and the blockchain being a single source of truth. One of the more exciting uh, applications that we've been considering in the wake of the recent natural disasters is using this as a secure platform to display escape routes via some GPS mechanism, um, creating an incentivized economy for finding these paths and helping escape victims. And basically having essentially an augmented reality world like Pokemon Go where you go help out victims and the blockchain can help connect those individuals and help these people be compensated or assisted from afar. You'd push escape routes to people's mobile phones so they can get out in case of a natural disaster? Yes. And with the blockchain and you know, the authorization of that, only first responders could be the ones to display these authorized routing applications. Yeah, I guess obviously you wouldn't want anyone to spoof that. That would be terrible. How did you guys get involved in these uh, these ideas? These are like kind of, well, I don't want to be, they're way out there, but they're way out there in a good way. I mean, where, where does all this thought process come from in your group? Um, I've been dealing with blockchain since 2014. Uh, I got to meet Vitalik Buterin, uh, the father of Ethereum, at the Miami conference after he talked about Ethereum. And I got the opportunity to go to Switzerland and be a part of the team that helped establish the foundation and perform the pre-sale and establish all the infrastructure there. So I've been dreaming about the potential of blockchain since since then. And my best friend and business partner from when we were in the Navy operating the nuclear reactors, he was getting his engineering degree at the university and he was working on some pretty interesting augmented reality applications. So I said, man, how can we apply the blockchain to this? So we kind of came up with this system. And along the way, we realized that the infrastructure that we were building to make this so widely accessible to devices that would be using AR, such small devices, we stumbled on the bridge and we decided, hey, we need to break this out and we need to use this because it applies to any decentralized application that wants to be more accessible. Hmm. Okay. So you started your own stuff, uh, I guess, you know, 
I guess you started your own projects to get your ideas out there. Right? Yes, uh, this is uh, the this is where Mamir Blockchain Solutions was born. What does Mamir mean? Where did that name come from? Mamir is a figure from Norse mythology. He is essentially the god of wisdom, and he guards the well of knowledge. And I we thought that was really interesting, so we kind of ran with it. Okay, very good. So what, what projects are closest to fruition with you guys? What's coming out in the next 6 to 12 months? The Mamir Ethereum Bridge is what we are focusing most of our attention on. We will be releasing our alpha here in the next several weeks to a month or so. And the marketing team is actively going through the community looking for alpha testers. And if you wanted to go to MamirBlockchain.Solutions and sign up for the newsletter, you could find out exactly when the alpha is going to occur, and we'll be having a couple hundred developers participate in that. And uh, proceeding the alpha launch, we will be performing our token sale for the proof-of-stake token that secures this mechanism. Oh, okay. So you're going to be doing a token sale for uh, for your upcoming products. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we can get a little bit more into the developer application. So I guess probably because I'm not a developer, I don't understand it as well. But what are what are some of the problems it solves for developers? What have they been asking you in terms of features, and what do you think is going to be most helpful to them? One of the most exciting aspects is since you're using nodes that already exist in the network and are already synced to the blockchain, you can reduce the time necessary to scale your project and, and actually create this path for your users to access. Because you know, normally you have to either the user of the application has to run their own node and interact with the blockchain or the developer or provider of the application has to provide this service from the cloud. And All right, so, so you're going to free up the nodes to be able to interact with outside parties just on their own. Yes, and the idea is that since you can be paid for the service, it'll give people a reason to want to join the network and grow it because having more active nodes in the network makes it more secure. But these services can even utilize our platform in times of high load like a peak energy plant supplements a large solar network by taking on the extra demand when it's too high. Hmm, okay. How many nodes are out there on uh, the Ethereum network? What's the guess? And, you know, would it help to have a lot more, you know, and why? I can tell you that the – I can't tell you exactly how many nodes there are right now. Um, it fluctuates between upwards of thirty or 40,000, sometimes 60,000. But the idea is that more nodes means more copies of the blockchain and more information that's being spread around because the whole security guarantee of the blockchain is all these nodes talking to each other and weeding out any kind of lies. So I, having more uh, just activity will uh, promote development and the spread of this technology and help bring it out of its infancy into something that is actually looked at everywhere as the, the next era of technology as far as the internet is concerned and internet business. Is there going to be any hierarchy of, uh, of nodes, you think, or are they all going to be, have the same functionality, the same usefulness? Will, the, will your project create uh, a super node or a node that has more functionality than others? It will be a fair system. Anyone who has the required stake will be able to participate, and it just extends the functionality of the node, but not in the sense we're not extending Ethereum. We're really just writing some software and creating a path for these nodes to be able to talk to these mobile devices and 
provide that information securely. And the uniqueness of the proof of stake for this system can provide a little bit of economic security against liars and other members of the network can actively police for these members. A little bit from the upcoming Ethereum proof of stake. Yeah, when is the Ethereum proof of stake going to be happening, do you think? You know, it's been talked about and I guess it's just taken a while, but when do you think uh, there's any likelihood of it happening? Well, they've already started rolling out the first of the phases with Byzantium. I I can see it happening within a year or so. Um, they say they're going to be coming out in the middle, uh, in the beginning of next year, somewhere in between, but you know how development, software development projects go. So I'm keeping yeah. my fingers crossed for them to finish it as soon as possible and incorporate it. But some really great minds, I think, working on the project that are just devoted to that solution. So I have high, very high hope. Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering from, <clears throat> from someone that's somewhat of an insider on when uh, when that might happen. Um, Any implications you think that are going to come for you guys and for Ethereum once it goes to proof of stake? Or is it going to stay kind of a hybrid proof of work, proof of stake? Or what do you think is going to happen? I'm counting on the full proof of stake rollout. I, I like the system, the guarantees it can help provide, and the, the added ecological benefit of not having a validation network that uses the electricity of small countries. Right, yeah, definitely. Probably be better distributed elsewhere. All right, well, very good. Um, so how can developers and, uh, you know, regular people find out more about Mamir Blockchain and, uh, you know, get in contact with you? They can go to our website, mamirblockchain.solutions, and follow us on Twitter at Mamir Blockchain. If you want to follow me personally on Twitter, you can do that at Blockchain Nick. And we also have a Medium account under the same handles, as well as a YouTube channel. You can come subscribe when we have enough subscribers. We can change our name, but if you search on YouTube for Mamir Blockchain, you can find out some videos of what we have going on, and they're also posted on the media section of our website. So we have some really good videos explaining what it is, what the Mamir Bridge is, introducing the team, and yeah, it's a great place to stay tuned. Okay. Well, very good. Well, Nick, thanks for coming on the podcast, and I appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. Thank you for having me on. I was really, really excited to talk about this one. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.